Hey everyone, welcome back to Teenager Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Thomas. I'm Kayla. I'm Mark. <clears throat> and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, welcome. It's a show where we talk about our issues in a very authentic way. Very, very authentic. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny, we've almost been doing this for like four years. Next episode is our four-year anniversary, so if you're <gasps> a long-time listener, it's like special for you too. But if you're new, welcome. Mm-hmm. Are there long-time listeners? You, are you guys still with I us? sometimes and, wonder that. Like, who here has been? No, there are. I get DMs of people that are like, I've been here since I was 15. Oh. I'm 19 now. I'm Whoa. Like, That's insane. Like, huh? They grew oh, up with us. And they, they, they saw s- the ugly. Yeah. <laughs> they saw everything. Yeah. You guys saw all the problems that, like, we never even figured it out. Like, when we just had yeah. to, like, cut the cameras. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. But moments where, like, I would just project whatever personality I felt like it was, like, yeah but look the thing is what's been good about this podcast is you get to see our growth because if anything the podcast has really forced us to confront a lot of our issues or at the very least just vocalize what we're going through even if we're not fixing our problems i think a lot of people have a habit of just running away like removing themselves ignoring them pushing them deeper inside themselves to never really feel their feelings um I think I have a habit of doing that. Well, I have a habit. Okay. Well, there's a difference between running away from your problems. Or do you think there's a difference between running away from your problems versus pushing them deeper inside yourself? I feel like it's the same thing because either thing. way, you're running not away versus them. repressing them. Yeah. Same thing. I, I, yeah. Uh- it I could be. Go ahead. You you talk. Oh, I just think they're like two different methods, but it gets you to the same point. I agree. Interesting. What do you think running away? What do you see that as? You just ignore it. Keep keep yourself distracted. Yeah. Repressing them, maybe invalidating it. Like, like I, I'm not oh, feeling this. Yeah, like huh. that's not actually a problem. That's true. That's a good way to put it. I think. That's, I don't know. No, I mean, that makes perfect sense. I think when you... When you run away from it, you acknowledge that it's there, but you don't want to deal with it. You distract yourself. Yeah. When you suppress it, you don't even acknowledge that it's there. It's just you telling yourself, like, I'm fine. Don't feel anything. So, yeah. I don't know. Mark, you talked about this in a previous episode. That You tend to have a habit of just, like, removing yourself from situations, like, quote, unquote, running away. Yeah. Even physically. It doesn't even have to be mentally. Sometimes... I don't want to be in the same environment that this, that that inflicted the emotions or the feelings. So I kindly ask, may I leave? And then I leave. And then what? And then, I don't know, I just take some time to, I guess, calm down, get to a nice mental state. And then after that, I could either go back or I just go. Because I don't want to deal with it. And what do you do most of the time? Well... Most of the time, hmm, if it's something that I find value in, I think I will go back. There's, I know there's several circumstances or um, occasions where I did go back, but then I know <laughs> I still have the cops. <laughs> the <like> four episodes. <laughs> I was going so good. Uh, uh, but I know there's occasions where I did leave. I just go. Um, not even like at a bigger scale, maybe on a smaller scale. Um, like through text, I wouldn't even just respond. I would just ghost them. I would not continue the conversation. So you're like, are you very guilty of ghosting people? 
friends relationships whoever not um like i said not on a bigger scale i don't think i'm 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 good communicatively to let them know that yeah i don't want to talk to you or i let them know like yeah i don't want to deal with this right now right but on a smaller scale like maybe let's say my boss asked me Oh, my boss calls me, right? I would not answer it. Okay. Or let's say well, a friend calls me. Yeah. I would not answer it. Okay. <laughs> I feel that that's common. I think the most unique trait that you have is when you like actually physically remove yourself. Um, I can't do that because I feel awkward doing it. So I know I'm going to like regret it after because I'm like, oh, I hate doing that. So I'd rather just confront it there and then to like, I don't have to return to that again if I need to because it just seems like double the work. Um, so I've always been like so fascinated isn't the word, but just so curious about like how your brain sees things um, when you remove yourself physically from situations instead of just like talking it through. Because I have, a, I think I have a habit of unknowingly talking it through. And not removing myself from situations, even though maybe there's times when I should. Um, so I feel like we're like on opposites of the spectrum, maybe. That I stay, I hold on to the rope until it burns my hands and then you just let go. Um, but do you think there's times when you let go too easily? And you just, you know, maybe you should have like, okay, deal with it a little bit more. Mm, that's what you mean. Um, If we're going to go with that metaphor about letting go of the rope or keeping the rope stay let's say there's somebody at the other side of the rope and then i'm holding on to this rope and then um something that you would do or you said that you would keep holding on and then um you would just let the rope like burn your hands right and then typically what i would do i would just let go but what if i let go and then boom they fall and they die it's too late I can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Now, if we put that in a, like a realistic situation, let's say I just leave too easily. And then now I go back. I can't fix it. Have I been in that situation? Have you? I don't think so, to be honest with you. Like, let go too easily? Yeah. You know, okay. There's Okay, there, here's one example that like I've always been like honestly fascinated about because I don't understand. Yeah, no. Um, so I'm interested just hearing how you see the world okay so remember when we went to aspen oh my god i do you do remember okay we went to aspen and for context um we went to this festival that we were invited to in aspen which is in colorado so we took a plane there the entire podcast went and by the end of it we had our flight back home and when they went to take their flight everybody had an option by the airline that was like okay if you stay one more day, we'll give you a hotel for the night and then like a thousand two hundred dollars in like flight credits and you get to, you know, you get your flight credits, you get your hotel, but you have to stay one more night. And that's if you volunteer. But if you don't volunteer, then you just stay on your flight, you get nothing and you leave at the time that you wanted to. So Thomas, Kayla, Isaac, me, even though I wasn't there, me, um, we they decided like, OK, like might as well take it like they everybody wanted to go home because keep in mind thomas and kayla had just come back from europe after like two months of travel we were tired so they were tired right Mm -hmm. yeah we were like 
And also, I had like my nephew's birthday celebration the next day. So like, I just wanted to. It was an important day too. Yeah. But they were like, okay, but it's $1,200 and a free hotel. Might as well just like stick it through one more day. The benefits like outweigh the cons. Okay, so fuck it. We'll just stay. So then they stayed. So Mar, you out of all of us, you were the only one to leave, right? Yes, indeed. So explain that decision. Like why in that moment did you feel the need to leave and like. Yeah, like what went through your mind? Such a curious situation. It's, it's I'm equally as yeah. curious. I know. I could tell it by the way you guys are looking at me right now. Yeah. And I, you know what? I would love to tell you guys because I think it's something that I've been suppressing for too long. <gasps> something that I've been running away for too long. Yeah, interesting. You don't like being around. You literally. <laughs> no. In this situation, you literally ran away. Like no, you took a plane back home. Literally. To like, like it was that bad where you I took fucking a took a plane. Yeah. Two hours. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, that's why it's so bucks. interesting that your your need to run away as opposed to like internalizing your feelings and like sticking through an uncomfortable situation yeah. or whatever it was. Like yeah. no like no matter how much money or how many perks, like y- your mind still told you to yeah. leave. Mm-hmm. All right. Well to begin. Um that trip, it was a cool trip. It was nice. It was fun amazing it was cool but there's a but i did feel a little bit i don't know like uncomfortable um anxious i just feel like i didn't want to be there Mm. uh why well it's because of you guys Mm-hmm. That's because of you guys. Mm-hmm. Something we did, or just our relationship, friendship in general. I think just a friendship dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like in my in my viewpoint, we've gone through a lot of stuff together, a lot of shit together, and then some of it's not even. What do they say? It's not. We just brushed it under the rug. I guess you can say mm-hmm. it was not resolved. Um. Uh, there were times where I would be hanging out with you guys and I wasn't having a good time uh, I would feel like I don't want to be there anymore Um, and it could be because of the way you guys would say things the way Our vibes didn't match, you know, and then that could be like a natural feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not trying to attribute like your guys' personalities to why I felt right. that way. Right. I'm just saying, you know, it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as as soon as like I heard about the day that we we're gonna leave, I was set. Like, yes, we're gonna leave on that day. I wanted to go home. I had to work the next day. Just wanted to go back to my old routine. <clears throat> and then. Um, once I heard about the opportunity to gain twelve hundred dollars, um, just by staying one day, I maybe thought about it for like ten seconds. But after that, I was pretty set on, excuse me, on leaving. And that was it. Yep. And um, on the next day or on um the next episode that we recorded, <coughs> you guys like asked me like, oh, why'd you, why'd you leave? Like, why'd you? Why'd you make that decision? And then 
I kind of like stared away from like the real answer. And I just said like, oh, I have responsibilities, even though it's partly true. But like another part of the truth, I didn't feel I don't I didn't want to like be with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. like we could get that vibe. So it's not obviously it's not like the <coughs> biggest surprise. <coughs> no, um, but I think what was just more surprising like more confusing to me was just that you were willing to let go of like such a big perk benefit um like because of your inner emotions as opposed Mm -hmm. to like just staying in that situation for one more day and gaining a lot out of it so that's like what i'm interested in Mm. knowing how you you know how you view like what okay yeah no we, we could touch upon that um i don't think i'm like the biggest like materialistic person out there mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't i'm i feel like i endure a lot i guess you can say like i just go with the flow mm-hmm. i don't really care like what happens like i could gain that 1200 i cannot it doesn't like i'm a, i'm still gonna be me at the end of the day if that makes sense uh-huh. like i'll live without it and i'll be cool with it you know mm-hmm. and I, I always thought of it like that i always thought of myself as that kind of person even like back then like sometimes um like 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 sharing candy when I was like seven, I would always give it to them. Or like the biggest piece when I would split it, I'd always give them the biggest piece. Or, um, I don't know. That was like an example, but I think the type of person I am, I think, for the most part, I could be pretty selfless. Um, I don't put like too much value on, on the other things and stuff like that i guess um so when when i when um i chose to leave instead of getting up to 1200 it wasn't like a big deal because it's just 1200 you know I right make that, you like, valued your emotions some more time. yeah exactly that's good i think there's a lot of good in that i think so too do you think when do you think it's important for you to not run away um and like stick through it like, do you think there's moments of that? Um, another thing to add on to that about like, not necessarily just like running away from problems, but let's say you're in a conflict and you just run away. Like you ghost the person, you like just get up and leave mid argument. Do you ever <laughs> feel guilty? Because that like the other person wants to resolve it and, and things are getting heated for you and you want to remove yourself. But do you ever feel bad that like, you're kind of like leaving the other person with a lot of questions and frustration. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, do I feel bad? Not necessarily. Not in the moment. Um, to give it, to make it make sense, that I get super anxious when it comes to like these type of conflicts, and so I'm not saying you guys have to understand it. I'm not saying. You have to let me. I'm not. I'm not saying you gotta excuse it. Like, yeah, I've been in that side where I wanted to confront somebody. I wanted to resolve the conflict, but then they just left. It's frustrating. It's annoying. I I know that, but at that moment, I'm not prioritizing that. I'm prioritizing. I'm prioritizing myself and my feelings and my mental well being. I'm displacing myself out of that situation because. I don't know how I'm going to act if I keep being in that situation. 
That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't think there's there's times where I don't think it's right. Mm. And I understand that. But just in that moment, I just have to let myself go. I think that's fair. Um it's definitely fair. I I Hmm. It's a tricky balance for sure to to know when to let go of that rope versus when to hang on for just a little longer. And I guess it does depend on your values. Like to me, someone that obviously values money a little bit more. Um, if I was in your situation and I felt really uncomfortable, I would stick through it. I think I would stick through it because although I value, I think I would value my feelings, but also realize like, also realize there's a, an upside, like giving meaning to suffering, um, giving meaning to suffering, knowing that if I, you know, work through this suffering, if I endure it for just a little bit longer, it will resort, result in positive things. Right. Um, so that's how I, I see it. I think I, I, I'm a big believer in that, just that concept of sometimes giving your meaning to suffering that like, okay, if I'm feeling uncomfortable, like if we're all fighting, let's say like we're on the podcast and we're all fighting and I feel really uncomfortable. Like my first instinct is I just want to leave. Like I don't want to deal with this. I'll, this happens a lot with arguments. I think because I grew up a lot, or, uh, um, I grew up arguing a lot um, in my relationships, like not to call it chronic, but like chronic arguing. Um, I subconsciously gained this like deep, this tolerance for arguments and fighting. Like every time I fight with someone, I start arguing with someone. My first like reaction is to leave because I'm, I, I like physically, it's so uncomfortable for me to argue with someone and it's so tiring more than anything. It like mentally is tiring. It feels like I have like just this permanent tiredness of that. And so there's times where I want to leave because I'm so tired. I don't want to do it. I can't handle it. But I I know that if I leave, it's it's not going to result in good things. So I'm like, okay, let me stick with the suffering. And let me just okay, let me deal with it for a little bit longer, even though I really, really want to leave. Because I know in the end, it might turn out to be something good. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes like I should have just stopped. But I, I like to, at least me, I like to stick it out just until i'm like okay i can't do this anymore um because it seems to always like result in something good for the most part i agree whenever it's conflict with other people i always see it till the end i don't like leaving mid-argument i don't like putting a pause on it and then it just keeps on building like i want to just solve the problem now so i don't have to worry about it later um just i don't know i feel like it just saves unnecessary trauma for the future. Because I'll just start overthinking about it. I'll just have, like, if I don't solve it then and there, I will keep it in my mind and I'll, it will bother me, like, until we talk about it. Yeah. And that's really stressful to constantly be carrying that. Yeah. I feel like I'm sort of the opposite. I lean more towards Mark. Um, not as severe, <laughs> but. I feel like I am the type to avoid conflict and like confrontation that comes with that. Um, 
and just because it makes me so anxious just the thought of like having to like talk to another person about it and like talk about the problems that we're having with each other um I think a big part of that is like I didn't do that growing up either like I sort of just like held stuff in and then eventually I would just like try to forget about it and then later down the road it wasn't as big a problem so I'd just be like okay well that's as much as I can do so I'll just leave it at that Mm -hmm. um and so now it's like it's just awkward for me and it's I have a hard time also articulating what I'm trying to say without like giving in to the other person because like the other person is like um like if they know their feelings more in the situation then I'll just like find myself being like okay you're right instead of like giving myself the chance to like explore what i'm feeling i'll just be like okay yeah whatever and Mm. then you just give up yeah i just like Mm. roll over i'm like okay (laughs) um but i i feel like i haven't had that many conflicts and when it does happen i don't like to run away from it but i do find myself like shutting down a little bit um i'll sort of just like zone out or like space out you just give up yeah yeah you don't run away but you give up there's running away suppressing yeah. and giving up i do make sure about <laughs> <laughs> i like to i like to mix yeah it up a keep things spicy um so yeah no i relate to you a lot when it comes to giving up because i'm i'm also the same way uh often i especially when it comes to people hurting me when i hurt others i have a habit of not letting go of that rope and arguing and arguing until i fully like understand what they went through like basically i don't like upsetting people hurting people and when i do i like talking about like what i did wrong all the way through and un- understanding from their point of view like was this wrong or was this wrong which part was wrong you know just because i think that to me is like i want to know like what i did wrong in in the full context because right now it does it might not make sense i don't know what i did wrong so i really want to understand that which is why i keep holding on but when it comes to me being hurt by someone else i give up really easily i just like i don't run away from the problem um like physically i think you do it physically for me it's more of a mental thing um maybe um like i don't you know physically like leave or anything it's it's more of a, a mental like i just check out and i it's like okay like you hurt me like what is there to say like just what is there to say i was hurt you i don't want to argue with you about how i'm hurt or whatnot and so i think uh the when people communicate with me and i tell them that i'm hurt and they respond by being defensive that instantly that's one of my triggers that like instantly gets me to shut down and give up um as opposed to people that first listen and ask me questions because if their first response is to listen i'm like okay my brain says you actually care and so i'm gonna keep talking but if your first response is like but you and i'm like never mind i don't want to deal with it i don't want to talk about it anymore i just instantly give up oh yeah i know i feel you (laughs) i feel like um um the first one or the one where they act all defensively or they try to like what it sounds like they're trying to attack you that's like what induces like anxiety like the most and mm-hmm. then that's when i would usually run away because i'm not saying that i don't care about you know the result of the 
of the conflict or the problem like i think as much as everybody like i want that to be solved if i find it worth it to be solved mm -hmm. right and so you know in my like relationships or any any relationship like friendships too um there's been times where i did run away i did take a break but then there and then i would like come back after a certain amount of time and then tell them what's up you know after all the emotions or i guess tension is down mm -hmm. but yeah uh the way that the other person also reacts i would definitely prefer somebody that listens instead of attacks yeah very disheartening when it's defensiveness first defensiveness never works it really like in your head i think it makes sense to defend yourself but it never works from my experience i think the correct response is always listen first defend after defend first never ends well um and sometimes it isn't defend maybe it's just like question acknowledge yeah. your wrongdoings instead of like yeah. trying to immediately come to your defense yeah yeah that's that's something i i have been learning a lot also just to do it myself and make sure my first response is always listen like no matter how offended i feel how wrong i think you are always listen first before i start being like but didn't you say this and even if they're wrong just listen first because I think you have to understand if someone feels hurt, they really don't want to hear you be defensive. First, they want you to hear how they're hurt. Once you acknowledge their emotions, then they might start listening to logic about like, okay, yeah, I was hurt, but you're right. I, Even though I'm hurt, you actually did nothing wrong. And so maybe I just need comfort. Like, I'm sorry for feeling this way. I'm sorry for being like this. I shouldn't be feeling this. Or, you know, I it's just my own personal issues you weren't even in the wrong right so always listen first when it comes to issues but i don't know i i uh that's kind of the the whole premise of are you gonna hold on to the rope or are you gonna let go and like what mark said about if it's worth it to you maybe keep holding on a little longer even to the point of discomfort but once it's no longer worth it then it's kind of there's no reason to hang on I'm not going to lie. I thought this episode was going to be more about like running away from your own issues, not like conflicts. And yeah. no, that's, let's that's, talk, let's that's move the on second over. part of it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. That's the second part of it. Our <laughs> own issues. I totally, I totally forgot. About I wasn't that. sure if like we were already wrapping up. I was like, oh, no, okay, I was cool. about to. But then because I was like, I think that's it. But I totally forgot about <laughs> our own issues. Yeah, no, I thought because. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> what do you do? How do we do we give up, suppress or run away from our own issues? I feel like um, repressing isn't really a thing for me because I I know my issues like through it like it's like crystal clear to me. I don't need to be thinking about it. I don't even. Well, is it really an issue? Like I I know my issues and I'm not gonna bullshit myself. I'm very honest when it comes to like things that are wrong with me. Um, and usually it's just like I. I have to run away because I can't necessarily fix it. You know what I mean? Like, I know the problem's there, but there's nothing I can... There's not much I can do about it, so I'm just going to run away by distracting myself and having fun and stuff like that. And it's because 
a lot of like mental health disorders you can't necessarily solve like those are things that are just gonna follow you for the rest of your life and you're just like well if i can't do anything to fix it i'm just gonna focus on not thinking about it which is why i think a lot of um people who do struggle with mental health disorders like turn to substance abuse because it's it keeps you distracted you know what i mean it's like the perfect example of running away yeah exactly so i think i run away a lot (laughs) okay that's interesting to hear um i think i suppress my own issues I think, oh yeah, I was going to say, Kayla and Gael, I feel like I get so, <laughs> it's so clear to me. <laughs> run away, suppress, suppress. I'm going to say run away. I don't know. Run away. Run away. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> fuck. Well, I suppress my issues a lot. I, I don't like giving up on them when I do the, on the rare occurrence that I acknowledge an issue. I, I, I like it's the same the same issue with conflict. I refuse to like r- give up on it. Um, it gets tempting sometimes. I'm like I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired <laughs> of having these issues. I want to just give up and like be fucking toxic as shit because I I don't want to solve it anymore. But I'm like no, I'm not letting myself do that. And so I don't. Um, I don't run away from them because when I actually do acknowledge an issue, I I have to fix it or else I feel really guilty if I don't. Um. I tend to hold a lot of guilt really easily. So when it comes to like lying to others, to myself about an issue I have and running away from it and avoiding it, I can't do that because the guilt like keeps me going back to it until I eventually um, work towards it, which is, I think, why I suppress it. Because I know as soon as I acknowledge it, I'm going to be forced to work on it. So I suppress it. Um, so that's why all the issues I have, I, I suppress and... Every once in a while, they come up again, and I'm like, oh, fuck, it's back. And I just try to keep it down under, but sometimes it's just it's inevitable. Yeah, I have the same thing. <laughs> and a lot of the times, I'll sort of question in my own head, like, is this an issue? Is this not an issue? Am I making a bigger deal out of this than it should be? Um, and so a lot of the times, I just, I don't even know where to start. And I just know that I have, like, this feeling or like this problem in my head um but i don't even know how to go about like addressing it you know so yeah here we are <laughs> yeah here we are that's a good point sometimes you don't even know how to fix it exactly like, what and do I, do? I think that gets me too it's like okay if i don't know how to fix it then why am i gonna spend my time trying to like focus on it or whatever give it any thought yeah exactly. that makes sense I see cons in that. Oh, I definitely. <laughs> I see some. Yeah, I course, see some flaws. Of course some. there are. But I guess it's not any better than like Running distracting away. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Mark? Yeah. I'm. I'm so confused on the differences. Yeah. Okay. Running away means you know what issues you have, but you choose not to work on them. Uh, suppressing them means not even really thinking about the issues. You might like deep down know inside that they're there, but you like for the most part just like. Nah, probably not. You know, you, mm-hmm. you're still in denial about that issue. You haven't accepted that. That's genuinely how you feel. Um, and then obviously giving up is just you saw the issue and you're like, it's too hard to fix. I'm just going to keep doing it. Like if you're a fucking like serial cheater, it's like running away would be just 
giving up would just be like fuck it like i guess that's who i am i'm just gonna cheat forever you know stuff like that damn once a cheater always a cheater that's crazy hey what it's our true. listeners what if one of our listeners yeah no it's that. possible to grow it's don't listen to him at all it's super possible to grow. yes it is okay then when you're talking about problems what does that mean like like internal problems like what could that what could that mean your problems yeah. you know like let's say maybe you have a habit of being dishonest or maybe you have a habit of cheating lying treating people like mean like responding to them in a mean way uh maybe you attack people a lot you use mean words maybe you like lash out a lot so like just issues bad habits bad habits toxic issues yeah i get you now see can you think of any if you can't think of any maybe you haven't given yourself enough thought to acknowledge like Mm. what you could be doing wrong i could think of some yeah meaning i run away and you've accepted that that's an issue yes i have but you run away wait i don't know you don't know i don't know i feel like i work towards them then you're not running away from it yeah i don't know i guess so are there are that's but of the few that i do have the very few. the very few issues. There's so little. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to call all like that. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so too sorry. honest. <laughs> no, no, no. I know there's problems. <laughs> I love too hard. It's good. It's good. To acknowledge your problems. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> if I okay, I guess I don't know them. I uh, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'm suppressing them. You haven't. Some people that's are just like completely oblivious, and that's a thing. They're like, "Yeah, I don't have any issues." I'm like, "What? They should, what are you working on?" Sort of like, "I'm perfect." Know. Yeah, I've talked <laughs> to people. I've asked like friends of mine, like, "Hey, like, what are you like? What are you working on?" Sort like right now, like, what's an issue about yourself you're working like to fix? And they're like, "I don't know," which is mind blowing. Yeah, they're, 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 that's that's kind of weird. It's crazy, no? Like yeah. they never self reflect. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Self reflection. I do it all the time. Never self-reflect. No, 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 no. Always self-reflect. Oh, always so to hear other people don't self-reflect, it's crazy. It's Wait, weird. so you always self-reflect, but yet you don't know your bad traits? I know my bad traits. So you're suppressing them? I'm working towards them. I'm working on them. We're like going We're in confused. circles here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On the problems that I do know. Okay. I'm working on them. I'm working um, towards them. But okay. on the problems that I don't know, I guess I'm suppressing them. Have we? I think you're good there. Yeah. I'm good. I, gotta, I just stopped there. Maybe you're just looking for problems. Maybe. Yeah. I think I'm just trying to please you guys. But but are, there are there are people who like are just completely oblivious to their bad traits. I know some people. Yeah. It's 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 wild. I the majority don't. The majority don't grow. Which is weird that like we think in our society because of the spaces that we're in and the friends we have like oh everybody's trying to grow and be better a lot of people genuinely aren't like they don't self-reflect they don't think about what issues they have um i've talked to a lot of men if that matters and asked them that question like what are you what's an issue about yourself you're like working towards and just they don't know there's nothing besides like work right like oh my career my work so what about yourself though like and you, then they're like a raging yeah they're like a raging misogynist yeah, like, they're like <laughs> a fucking racist homophobic and they're like 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really. <laughs> Not much. Maybe just uh, communicating better. Maybe finding a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my. Opening God. up. Yeah. Like, come on now. Yeah. So. I don't know. I I wish I've. I just I sometimes I don't want to acknowledge my own problems because acknowledging them also means my life changing in a lot of ways like there's a lot of my own issues if i acknowledge them a lot of the things that make me unhappy that make me sad um in my life if i choose to fix them it might be like more sad for a while like a good example is like maybe like friendships you might have friends and i think this is really common you might have friends that you don't really like anymore like they don't make you feel good it's just not fun but you suppress those feelings because you know if you try to fix them it might lead to you being lonely which is scary so you'd rather not fix the issue and so that's like an example of it um and so recently i feel like there's a lot of issues like in my life that i've uncovered unsuppressed no longer confidential declassified and I acknowledged them and it made me be like, fuck, <laughs> like, are we gonna, now you got to work on it? Yeah. Like, are mm-hmm. we going to fix the, these issues? And it's like, uh, part of me doesn't want to because it, even though in the long term it'll lead to a lot of more, a lot more personal happiness in the moment, I'm like, uh, but the things that I will give up as a result of it is something I don't like. So it's tough. Mm. It's tough. Growing is tough. Just for the record, like, for me personally, it's just things that, like, if if I'm able to change it, like, it's just, like, a small bad habit, then I'll I'll work on it. But for other things that are, like, just inherent to, like, my personality, sometimes there's just, like, nothing I can do about it. Like, if I'm just always feeling sad, then it's, like, I can do, okay, this sounds horrible, but, like, i know that no matter how many therapy sessions like i'm going to and how much effort i'm putting in um like it's literally chronic like like i I, i'm gonna deal with this for the rest of my life so it's just looking to uh, looking for other ways to make it easier for myself Interesting. you know what i mean but you work towards the problem in a way yeah I'm just I'm doing what I can and what I could control. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good Yeah. Sometimes you might that. never fix that suffering. You just give it meaning. And it's a forever like I'm progressing towards exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I just like gave like really bad advice or not. I <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> don't think about session. it. Oh, no, no, no. It's like like yeah, you can do better, but the problem is going to be there. You I know what that. I mean? I get that. Like if you're the de- if you're clinically depressed, like it's gonna be there for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Like there's no cure for it. So I think you just learn to live with it. And part of learning to live with it in in at least my life is just running away from it. Interesting. And running away from it via distraction. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Well I think yeah, for a lot of there's definitely like chronic issues of people that you know, for example, like chronic depression, that is a real medical thing that some people are 
forever they're constantly depressed and it's like really sad to hear stories of that um obviously don't self-diagnose if you feel like that's you please see a doctor um don't make any like assumptions that oh i'm gonna forever feel this way because i'm like chronically depressed always get diagnosed because there might still be hope don't lose hope so quickly let the doctor tell you if you should lose hope just kidding um yeah i mean there's 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 a lot a of point options. there no <laughs> like you're valid <laughs> yeah like there's there's a lot of options obviously it's like give your meaning suffering your suffering meaning or just work towards a goal or maybe there is hope and a lot of times there is like a lot of us really only a very small population uh size of the population is actually forever depressed the rest of us good news we have hope we actually can get better it takes a lot a lot of time and effort and sometimes different types of therapy maybe conventional isn't working like let's say for you like maybe conventional isn't work but what if you try like this other therapy and you're like oh fuck like this one actually helps a lot more so experiment do your best do your best yes anyways that's it for this episode uh hopefully you enjoyed it and you got something out of it uh, i'll put a poll in the bottom of this episode on spotify and see if you guys are running away suppressing or giving up on conflict or all three yeah maybe all three maybe you mix it up yeah we like that too we like that too um remember every sunday we do a spotify live at 6 p.m pst you could listen to the spotify app or download the spotify live app it's really fun come talk to us um besides that we will see you next episode which is a very special episode <gasps> and also kind of sad big announcement big announcement huge announcement huge announcement mm-hmm. biggest of the year for sure what could it be all right, guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.